Hi everyone, this is Lisa again from the Main Course podcast and YouTube channel, as well as the director of Sparkle eLearning, which is an online course development company where I help you companies and entrepreneurs create online courses all day, every day. So this podcast and YouTube series is all about you creating online courses and doing it in the quickest, um, most time efficient, fun, easy and exciting ways. Um, and today I am going to be talking about the steps to start creating your online course. Now, at the moment, I am creating my own online course. And I have to tell you, it is one of the hardest things creating your own course because you're busy doing everything else. So you might be working, you know, doing a totally different job and you might have a side hustle, which involves, um, maybe wanting to create your own online training of some kind. Maybe you have a really cool skill that you want to share with people. Um, you know, you might have kids. I'm sure you have, you know, probably families and friends you want to ha hang out with. And, you know, as much as you would love to spend all your time creating an online course, um, it sounds great. It sounds like it could make you a lot of money once it's done. But the actual process of getting it done is a real pain in the ass, if you ask me. And um, at the moment, I am totally right there in there with you. I'm creating a masterclass for how to create online courses, which will be ready very soon, I hope. But um but as I'm doing it, I'm, I'm realizing that there are some really great tips that I could probably share with you guys um, that can get can help you get your courses up and running maybe a little bit quicker than than mine. So um, so I hope you find this podcast and this video really interesting. If you are listening to the podcast, don't forget to jump on um, the main course on YouTube because there's a video that is attached to this. So I'm waving to all the people watching this right now. Hello. Thank you for watching and, uh, and I'm about to share the screen. So if you want some visual um, learning to add to your audio, jump on YouTube and check it out. So I'm going to share the screen. Alrighty. Okay, so we're going to jump straight in steps to start creating an on online course. Now, I don't like to keep these podcasts and videos too long because we've all got a lot of stuff to do. So let's jump right in. Okay. So the first thing you need to do when creating an online course is before you start thinking about um, what course platform you're going to use or, um, you know, when you want the launch date to be, things like that, you really need to be clear on the student's end goal. So this is what will the student achieve by the end of your course? Now, for instance, my course is a masterclass for creating online courses, okay? It's not just about, um, you know, doing a cup, writing a couple of modules, whacking in a couple of quizzes, and then launching your course. It's all about understanding the fundamentals of um, people learning online. How do people learn online? Um, and the nitty gritty steps on how to get to the end result of actually launching the course. Um, and this goes really deep into goal setting um, and design and uh, writing, learning theories, all sorts of stuff. So it's pretty in depth. By the end of the course, I want my students to be able to confidently create not only their online course, 
but anybody else's. So this could actually turn into a potential job for them. Um, so they can, you know, see a job online that has been advertised that says, you know, we need an <clears throat> online course creator um, and my course should be able to get, get them a leg in the gate. So that's what I want. That is my clear student end goal for my course. So you need to think about what yours is going to be. So say, for instance, um, you're creating a course on, oh gosh, uh, braiding hair, for instance, in a particular way. Say we're doing, I don't know, Viking style hair braiding, for instance. Um, you know, by the end of your course, you are going to want your student to be able to braid hair in the Viking style, okay? So you need to know that right up front. The reason why you need to know this right up front is because if you don't know what that end goal is, you won't know the content to put into your course. Say for instance, you wanna create a course on, let's go back to the Viking hair braiding example. If you don't know that by the end of your course, you want your students to be able to you know, braid hair like Khaleesi in um, Game of Thrones. Don't think she's a Viking, but close enough. Let's go with something like that. If you don't have that end goal, you could be um, just creating content on um, braiding, different braiding styles or um, delving into braid history, you know, or you might end up going down a really strange path of, of letting the people um, learn about Vikings, for instance, when really why they are doing your course is because they want to learn how to braid Viking style hair, okay? So you just, it just gives you a really clear starting point um, for your content and it also is the really clear end goal. So that's probably one of the biggest tips that I say to people is be clear on the student's end goal. Okay, next, chunk down your ideas. Super important, okay? So you're obviously not going to, let's, we'll, we'll stay with the braids, okay? Let's, let's stay here. So you're not gonna start off with, um, um, you know, the steps on how to create the hairstyle, all right? You might want to chunk down your ideas in steps. So the first step might be is to talk about the thickness of the hair, okay? And the type of, um, utensils that you might need to braid the hair for that type of thickness. So module one could be, um, you could have like an introduction. Module one might be about different hair thicknesses and what you can expect um, going into braiding these types of styles with different types of hair textures. Module two could then be about the different types of um, utensils that you might need, whether it might be brushes, um, uh, ties, uh, ribbons, bells, whatever you want to stick in, in the hair, things like that. So then you've got two modules already. I wouldn't suggest putting a whole bunch of topics. So say the thickness of the hair, the you know how to use the utensils and all the steps into one module. I like to chunk down the ideas so that it is easy for the learner to grasp chunks of information at a time. Um, and it just, it just for adults, even for kids, it's just a really easy way to learn um, a new topic um, in steps, basically, rather than in one long-winded, you know, great big giant course. Okay, so chunk those bits of information down and, um, and then that is another, um, once you've done that, then you can start creating your content, which is where you want to get eventually. 
All right, let's get on to number three steps on how to start creating your online course. Number three is activities and engagement. Now, I bang on a lot about activities and engagement, especially with online learning. Now, we're all on our phones, right? We have 30 second attention spans, if not less. I know when I'm on TikTok, if you don't get me within the first five seconds, I tap, you know, I swipe up, I'm ready for the next one. So you have to think about that type of mindset when you are developing your online course, okay? So once you've chunked down your ideas, Think about the types of activities or engagement you're going to get your students um, to get involved with within each of those chunks, okay? So, for instance, let's go back to module one, the thickness and the texture of the hair. After they've learned a bit about it, one of the things you could do is you could do a little quiz on, um, you know, identifying different types of, of hair textures um, and maybe what uh, what you can expect when you um, uh, when you engage with each one. So you could put up some different pictures and say match um, the different types of uh, textures to uh, like the words of the texture. So you might have coarse matched with some coarse hair um, or some fine matched with some fine hair, things like that. Just to like reinforce the learning through an activity, get your students um, doing something and um, and it also just um, it checks off the fact that they actually have learned something in your in your course and in a lot of course building programs those activities are actually um, uh, you have the ability to set completion marks on those as well so they have to say complete an activity before they move on to the next section and I believe when you're creating an online course you need to make sure that people are definitely getting your ideas and what you're trying to teach them um, up front before they then move on to the next section. Otherwise, you may end up losing them, you know, five modules down the track and they'll be like, oh, crap, I didn't learn. I didn't really take in the module three um, and now I'm at module seven and I'm completely lost. So, you know, be kind um, to your learners and also give them something to do and something fun. There's lots of ways and means and things that you can think about to do activities. So, um, yeah, put your crazy hat on and think about those. All right, step four. Sorry, trying to bust through these a bit quickly. Now, this is about you, okay? And I am the worst culprit for this. The best thing you can do for yourself when creating an online course is to create a creation calendar. Now, this is a calendar in which you put in um, a block of time or you block out a, you know, some time, whether it be, you know, on the, in the evenings, during the day, on the weekend, whenever is practical for you to create your online course. Now, I need to take my own advice. I do not do this and I should. And that is the reason, this, this particular step is the critical reason why my course is not currently up and running. But this is the critical reason why all my clients' courses are up and running. So I do this for my clients, okay, when I'm creating courses for them. I have a calendar that breaks down each step and I block it out in my calendar so that I know what I have to do and when. It's just sad that I don't do it for myself. But honestly, if you can do this creation um, of uh, calendar, in, you know, invites or block out time for yourself, your course will be created in no time, trust me. Now, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't uh, stick to your own deadlines, which often a lot of us don't, don't be hard on yourself, okay? 
I also need to take this advice. I am a little bit hard on myself because my course has been hanging around for quite some time and I really just need to get on with it. But at the same time, I've had a lot of things happen in my personal life and I've been extremely busy in my business creating courses for other people. So I'm not going to be hard on myself, okay? And you need to do the same thing, all right? So your course doesn't exist. So the only person that is truly waiting for it is you. Um, and if you can't get it done on time or within your own deadlines, you know, it's fine, okay? It will be there tomorrow and the next day and the next day. My business coach, Adam Frampton from the Pink Bamboo, he or from Pink Bamboo, he's on the Sunshine Coast and he always says to me, how does it go? Um, something along the lines of when was the best time to plant a tree? You know, 25 years ago, when is the next best time to plant a tree? And that's today. So I kind of live by that philosophy now. You know, it would have been great if I started my course 25 years ago, but uh, but the next best uh, next best option is today. So don't be too hard on yourself, guys. All right. And the final step is if you all else failing, okay? If you you know are just completely lost with your course and you have hit a you know, you've hit a roadblock or you are fatigued from it or you hate it, God forbid, it does happen. You end up hating your own online course. Ask for help, all right? So my company outside of this podcast is called Sparkle eLearning and that's specifically what I do and the people who work for me. We help you create your online course. Now that can be anything from spending an hour with you chatting about your um, your concepts or the content you currently have. Um, we also do editing if you need it. So um, it might be that you just need a couple of hours for us to run through it and um, and just make sure that it is running in like best practice for an online course. We also upload courses for you if you need help with that part. Say you just are done with the course, you're sick of writing it and it's now time to upload it and you just want to get it online. We do that too. Or say you've got an amazing idea for a course, but you have zero time to organize it. We will help you create it from scratch. So and it's not just us, like we are Sparkle eLearning, we do this as a job, but there are plenty of other eLearning companies out there as well that do this exact thing, okay? So if you get stuck, ask for help. Also, there are amazing editors out there, okay? I work with an amazing copywriter. She is just incredible to, um, and there are plenty, plenty others out there as well who, who can just go through your copy and just make sure that it's flowing correctly, the grammar is correct, things like that. I actually work with her very closely because my grammar is incorrect the majority of the time. I'm good at creating online courses, but I'm terrible at grammar. So, you know, think about copywriters, think about editors, think about graphic designers that you can work with and pick local people. You know, you don't have to spend millions of dollars on this. There might be someone um, that advertises on Facebook or you might know someone's really awesome teenage daughter or son or whoever that can help you with some really funky design on Canva or whatever you might need. Okay. Um, there are plenty of people out there that can help you. So don't get stuck. All right. Don't think that this is the end um, for you if you get stuck. All right. There are plenty of people out there. So ask for help. So that's pretty much it for um, for this podcast. And I, I hope you found it interesting. I'm just going to stop sharing my screen so I can 
get back to my uh, say hi again. And um, I hope you found this useful. Um, you know, I create courses, like I said, all day, every day. I have a lot of people that help me. I don't do this alone. You know, I have a graphic designer that helps me. I have a copywriter that helps me. Um, I have an, even another e-learning developer that helps me. Okay, so I don't... I don't do all this alone. Um, so don't expect to, to, to walk this path alone, okay? Um, but you can if you want to. I have certainly done it in the past and people do it all the time. So um, there are some great tips that um, that I can give you, this podcast can give you or other um, course, cre course creation experts out there that can give you. So um, yeah, just go out there um, in, in hopefully enjoy creating your online course um, follow the steps that I just suggested and um, yeah sing out we are www.sparkleelearning.com or you can message us on YouTube Instagram wherever you want to bloody find us and we will help you um, and get your course up and running and out into the world so yeah so enjoy I hope this was great maybe it was maybe it wasn't send me some feedback if you've got some questions if especially if you have some questions about anything to do with online courses, creating, launching, whatever you want, let me know because I will answer them on this, um, on this channel. And, you know, and if you want to jump on and chat with me online, we can have a Q and A session and, um, and that can be our podcast or our YouTube video for the day. I would love that. I would love to get some people who are creating their own courses on this podcast and we can chat out and uh, think about and run through some of your issues and um, and pop it out there for the world to listen to. So um, as always, Lisa Listermart from Sparkle eLearning main course podcast here to help you with all your course creation woes and uh, yeah, have a good one. And um, hopefully I will have another episode up in two weeks. Cheers.